Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Another week, another topic, Colin. This week you want to talk about the power of God. What, what exactly are you going to talk about? Well, Jesus said to the disciples, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And, of course, today, people that are born again and have received the Holy Spirit of God can rightly look at their lives and ask the question, where is the power? And within the church, individual congregations really need to be honest and say, where is the evidence of the power of God in our lives personally and in the life of the church corporately? If we claim to be people of the Spirit, if we claim to be in relationship with God, then we ought to see the evidence of the power of God in our lives. Now, this raises several issues. What kind of power are we talking about? The power to do what? First of all, we have to understand it is the power of God. Now, it is a basic um, understanding of who God is to say that he is almighty or all-powerful. There is no limit to the power of God. And we see this, of course, in the vastness of creation, that the universe that God has brought into being is so vast it can not be measured. Uh, there are galaxies that are millions of light years away from us. And the size, really, uh, of what God has created is just so immense as to really to be inconceivable. And, of course, the creator is greater than the creation he has brought into being. So if we look just at the vastness of creation, we will have to admit that the power of God is even more vast than that. And the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. And if he has come to live within us as believers, if we have been filled with the Holy Spirit, then we have been filled with the power, this immense power, that is so great, it's difficult to conceive how great it really is. Now, it seems incredible, really, that God should have put such power within us. How does the scripture describe the power we have? Well, it is the power that raised Jesus from the dead and enabled him to ascend to heaven where he now reigns in glory with the Father. 
that power that raised the dead body of Jesus from the slab of stone in the tomb to the exalted place that he now has in heaven, that is the power that lives within us. Paul, when he's writing to the Ephesians, said that according to this power that is working within us, God is able to do far more than we can think or imagine or ask. And he said, that is by the power that is at work within us. So this power is so vast, so great, we cannot even imagine what it can do in our lives. Now, when you, when you look at these scriptures, and then you look at the level of the power in most Christians' lives day by day, there seems to be a vast gap almost like a big credibility gap. And way back in, in 1970, when I was a young pastor, a vicar of a, a church, an Anglican church in Luton, what initiated what later became the reviving move of the Spirit that took place there was the fact that we looked honestly at our lives, both individually and as the church in that area, and asked ourselves, where is the power? We wanted to make the gospel relevant to the vast housing estate that was our responsibility in that parish. And it was quite apparent to me, especially as this was an area where there were many people with great social needs, that we would need at least the same power operating in our lives as was evident in the Acts of the Apostles that was operating in the life of the early church. And it seemed inconceivable to me that God should ask us to reach the world with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and not give us the power and resources to do that that we needed just as much power, just as great an anointing now as was necessary then in the very earliest days of the church. And as we examined the Word of God together, there was absolutely nothing there in Scripture that suggested that God was going to cause his power to diminish or that the Holy Spirit today is not as powerful as he was then. By definition, God cannot change. Just as Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, so the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit who lives within us, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So it's obvious to say, therefore, that he is just as powerful today as he was when he was first poured out upon the church, as we read about in the early chapters of Acts. So
So we had to face the fact that we were lacking this power, and this is what led us all to actually be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, at that time, way back then, we didn't understand that kind of language. We didn't use that kind of language. But I was praying that with each member of the congregation to be filled with the Holy Spirit in the same way that Peter, Paul, and all the apostles were filled with the Spirit. Now, it seems a very naive kind of prayer, but it worked because as soon as uh, people received the Spirit in that way, their lives were gloriously and wonderfully transformed. And we saw the nature of the power of God that he was pouring out on us. And we saw the evidence of that in very, very practical ways. And of course, the story of my life and ministry ever since then has been to go throughout this nation and the nations of the world, many, many nations of the world, uh, to actually help people to see and to understand that God is willing to do today in his church the same things as he was doing in the very earliest days of the church. He is ready to equip us today with the same love, the same life, and the same power. So we are left then with understanding that this power is available to every one of us. It's a power that God does not want to withhold from us. It's a power that he actually wants to see operating in our lives personally and in the life of his church corporately. It's a power that we cannot engineer for ourselves, quite obviously, but it is a power that is given by God through the working of his grace and mercy. Now, this week, we're going to look at different ways, day by day, we're going to look at the different ways in which this power is made evident in our lives. Yes, it's the power that will produce healing and miracles, but it's, it's uh, much greater than just that. It's the power that will equip us and enable us to do everything that God has called us to do as his people. He does not expect us to serve him or to obey the commission that he's given to us as his church in our own strength or in our own ability. He will only do it in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we have this tremendous resource, God himself wanting to live in us and to reveal and manifest his life his love, his power. And we need to know how to appropriate that power and then use it to live in the good of the power so that we are able to fulfill everything that God expects of us. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 